Hello and welcome back to the Key Arsenal podcast. It's episode four today. Um, wish all our listeners a very happy new year and hopefully a better 2021 than 2020. Um, it's certainly been better for Arsenal so far. Obviously, we've got the really good win against uh, Boxing Day against Chelsea. And we followed that up with a sort of scrappy 1-0 win against Brighton before our probably our best performance of the season against West Brom on a game that looked very difficult against the Sam Allardyce team in the snow, which you wouldn't associate with a game that Arsenal would normally perform well in. But yeah, very good performance there. Um, Madeline, what's changed in the last couple of weeks that we've gone from almost in a relegation battle to we're we're starting to look up again? Um, Well... Coming off the back of the Chelsea game, the Chelsea game, I think, was largely a change in personnel, but coming off the back of that, the it, I think it was Saka that said at the end of the game, it's a confidence thing. Once we'd won one game, we had the belief that we could go and win another one and win another one. And I think winning almost sort of dirty at Brighton made us... It That's broken down... You know, we've been able to beat a low block. Now we know we can do that. It's given them a lot of confidence going forward to know that it's... that. It, I think patience, like the Brighton game, it was, OK, we've gone, I don't know how many minutes, and we've not been poor, we've not done anything especially fantastic, but it was just the confidence to carry on going. And then West Brom, we came out the blocks quickly, like we did against Chelsea, and and got the goals early on or in quick succession, and that sort of set us up for the rest of the game, really. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I forgot to introduce Carl. He's back on again. How are you doing, sir? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. <laughs> That's a nice welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's smiling. Strange. I'm happy this time. You know, it's 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 um, make hay and all that type stuff. It's it's great, think, isn't it? I think it was that little conversation we had before camera a bit. It was started. Felt like I reintroduced you, but yeah, you said you said you're very happy with the Brighton performance in particular, just because it was sort of winning ugly. Yeah, so first half, oh, it was awful, weren't we? It was, it was like, oh, well, it was a one-off Chelsea, like, and then the second half, we came out, and there, there was a little bit about us from the, the first minute of that half, and it continued, and I think we got our just desserts in the end, and then we kind of, we, we retracted a little bit into our shell, which I weren't over, over the moon with, but we got the result, the two guys at the back, and it was it was it was wonderful the two centre halves and all that you know making sure they tied up everything it was it was nice to see it's really nice yeah I think when you're banging with that about Brighton it was I mean we were really disappointed after that first half because come from the Chelsea game which was in a lot of high energy and it was absolute rubbish for the first sort of sixty minutes but then Lacazette came on. And got got the goal after some great work from Saka once again, and then we could just kind of hung in there. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So that, I think in some ways it's almost better when you win ugly than when you when you play well because it's that sort of feeling you know. Unless then it's that, against Sam Allardyce, in which case it's just nice to win anyway and make him choke on his words. That's winning against ugly, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, when you win like that, and we did against Brighton, it shows that confidence is back and things have improved because it was probably a game that a few weeks ago we wouldn't have won and may well have even lost despite the fact that Brighton barely offered anything going forward. Go on, Dad, you want to talk about us beating West Brom? Go on, yeah, well, how, how good were we? I think, it's to me, it's the... You look with a bit of dread when you see horrible cold weather. You see, you see Alok come out, and you think, "Oh, Sam Allardyce is gonna send his lot out to kick us up in the air as quickly as he can. He's gonna stick everyone behind the ball. He's gonna nick a corner, nick a free kick, lump one in the box, 
steal a goal, having played no football. And I mean, it, it, it was interesting because we actually, um, we could have scored more than the four. If I look at it, the bits I really like, apart, forget the the quality of a couple of the goals, the bits I like were we did to someone what happens to us. We score one goal, we score another goal. We started again in the second half, we scored a goal, we scored another goal. You know, you, you've you seen us, and you know, I, I look at Carl because he's, he's watched them over years. Years ago, you know, the, the proverbial one nil to the Arsenal, we used I used to stand there in the North Bank, probably like he stood in the North Bank or the clock end. You got one goal and you, you never thought we were ever really in trouble. You've seen in recent years, we concede a goal, we concede another goal. We have a real rocky 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And we look like, you know, every time the other team's got the ball, we, we're going to concede. Well, we actually went out the other night. And, and not only played some, I mean, the second goal is such a good goal. We not only played some good football, it was, you've, you've got in front, you've got your foot on their throat for a minute, right, put your foot on harder, choke them, score the second goal, put the game out of, because you, know you know what you're going to get from Allardyce. You know exactly what his teams are going to do. If it was Tony Polis, you'd know exactly what you were going to do. And you look at those particular managers, and Allardyce isn't the only one, but over, re- over recent years, they've managed to stop us playing football. Horrible, cold, wet, windy nights. I should know about cold nights in Stoke more than most people. But you, you sit and you go, we got a goal, we got another goal, we we finished them off properly. The fact that we could have scored more, well, you know, that's just a, I don't know, you know, like I say, I look at Carl, he, he'd remember those days of 1-0 to the Arsenal, and, and you never actually thought we were ever really in trouble. Well, Recent that, years, we have. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I think you're spot on about... Um, could have scored more goals because I think once we Lacazette scored what was the second one 65th minute or something we just completely we just yeah. kind of stopped playing almost which almost felt sorry for them and on the scoring goals quickly I think yeah you're right we, that has happened to us quite a lot in recent times and when we did score before the third goal we weren't playing particularly well we'd started the half quite slowly seemed to think we'd yeah. already won it I mean they didn't really offer a much of a threat but they they kind of grown in confidence a bit more but then we scored the third goal just finished the game off so yeah very very impressive against Westmore. go on yeah, Carl, what do you want to say there well, it, was a, it was a nice wall didn't we got at the start of that second half when they had that goal this lad it was a it was a little bit of a yeah. little wake up call if you like but the game itself even from the start i i, I, I turned around the, the one of my sons it was his first ever game which was Blackburn away in '98. Uh, so my son Joss, uh, that was his first ever game, and we was I think it was three up after about ten minutes or whatever. We absolutely blasted them. That was on our way to the double, and it snowed a blizzard, and we was up there because obviously the family up that way. And um, yeah, he was there. And the oldest was there. His, his second game, and um, it just reminded me from the start with the snow coming down. I thought, oh, this is this is just reminds me of that, and the performance reminded me of that as well. We, we looked so much in control uh, in every position and it was nice to see it was a deser- well deserved and um, yeah just a, it was a lovely uh, lovely moment it was proper Christmassy so that was nice <laughs> yeah a bit, a bit of New Year's cheer actually um, right I've, so three wins from three now starting to look up in the table I'd like, like to talk about some of the some of the players what they've individually contributed um, so I'll give you each a player or players to talk about. Madeline, I'm going to start with you. Go on, talk to us about the Harlem boys because we know you love them so much. Well, all of them or Smith Rowe and Saka? Go on, Duke. Yeah, go on, do the three that are playing in the... I know Martin and he's oh, not technically yeah, Harlem, but go on. Um, well, well, I'll go across. So Saka, I mean, I've been 
telling Dad for about the last three months that he's the only bloke that looks like he's going to do anything. I was proved correct. Um, he, I think Saka, it's, he'll pick up the ball and he automatically looks to run at someone. He looks to create something and for someone so young for him to take that responsibility on and just, I mean, I wasn't sure originally about moving him over to the right because I thought he'd just end up cutting inside all the time and it'd be like Pepe. But, I mean, he decided he'd use his other foot as well, which was quite nice to see. Um, but, no, he's different gravy. I don't know how we've made him. I don't know, I don't know what we fed him, but he's, he's so good. And then Smith Rowe, we've been saying someone runs off the ball, a midfielder, runs beyond the striker um he looks to link play but i think with smith rowe for me it's how hard he works i read a stat today yesterday um but in the what how long did, however long he played on against west Brom, he covered 10 and a bit kilometers which for most number 10s is quite unheard of so just, it, it was I mean, the most on the pitch when he left the pitch yeah. he, he'd run more than anyone yeah. else on that pitch he yeah. was he was everywhere and his defensive contribution uh was it the brighton game he made a really important interception in the box um up and down link in play either side with the other midfielders just just everything you want from a number 10 really and martinelli obviously didn't play against west brom I would have quite liked to see him get some minutes. Dad didn't want him to, so I'm blaming him for that one. Um, but he's just he's just infectious. His energy, we've spoken before about how he's like Alexis, just runs after every ball. Looks so annoyed at himself when he when he misses a chance that isn't really an easy chance, but he'll put in his head as an easy chance. Um, and I think... Him and obviously Sack has been in the team the whole time, but him his introduction and Smith Rowe's introduction has just breathed a new light life into into the into the side, and it's it's nice to see your youngsters and some of your own come through, and that's why I don't like to say anything bad about them because it I think it's it feels different when you see some of your own make it as opposed to someone you've spent sixty odd million on, so yeah. That's my hail and roundup. Yeah, no, you do. Unfortunately, you do make some good points there. I mean, it's definitely nice. It's always you always put a smile on your face when you see one of the youngsters um, contributing. When you see Smithrow and Saka make a goal by themselves and one let of on the plate for the other, it's just brilliant to see. Dad, coming to you. I know you like you like a leader on the pitch and someone yeah. that. Looks, look, cares. Talk to me about Kieran Tierney. Obviously, so you know, got a great goal at the weekend, but it's so much more than that, isn't it? So, yeah, I mean, Tierney to me, he probably should be the captain now because he, he looks as if he cares. He looks, I mean, he gives it everything. He, he played three games in what was it, eight days a week, whatever it yeah. was. A week, yeah. he, He's up and down the line. He puts a decent ball into the box. Yeah. He he's he's put he puts it in even to the end. I mean everything I like about well, he's everything I like about an Arsenal player. And I, I don't know again, Cole, you you and I have been quite lucky over the years. We've had some stonking left backs as a as a club. You know, he. You know, I. I, he, I even to this day, you know, one of one of the big regrets is Ashley Cole for me. Mm-hmm. Whatever went on, went on, but was a superb left back. We had Kenny Sanson, and you know, and he's not the same calibre, but you had an you had a bloke called Nigel Winterburn for years. Who never gave you less than a seven or an eight out of ten, Cole? Yeah, yeah. And it, the the bit with ten is he actually looks like he he likes putting a tackle in and defending. I mean, if you if you found a couple more like him, we'd be there. And he 
he's not going to be intimidated by people. I, you know, I just, I, I love Tierney. I, I, love, I love somebody like him. Out there, <laughs> short sleeves, no gloves, <laughs> no leggings. So Scottish. It's just, just, <laughs> you'd have known he was Scottish, wouldn't you? <laughs> I think the brilliant. short sleeves have just about excited us as much as anything else about it's, him. Which it's is... the short sleeves in the warm-up as well. There's not yeah. even a jump in the warm-up. He's basically telling everyone, I'm hard. <laughs> Basically. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. Love him. Yeah, I mean, he's not even a left back, really. He's just a left sided player. He can do it, fill in at centre back there, as well as doing his normal left back duties. And he's just up that wing so much. He's, he's an absolute revelation this season. I think he was good last year, but he's put uh, gone when, up another when he level. He came in odd games last year and I, I, I can't remember that I go back to that Europa League game where Martinelli scored with a header uh, with a where Tierney's pinged the ball across yeah. um, I'm going to say it was a Portuguese team but I can't remember I think it was standardly age I think no, it was standardly, standardly age. age so they weren't Portuguese at all but Belgian <laughs> Belgian but yeah similar it's in Europe it, you know it's um, yeah he's everything I like and I don't know yeah. Is he a captain? I think he probably is, but I think he, I think it, I think he, he, he's got respect from everyone around him. The bits I read, the bits I hear on on the radio, the bits you read, you know, you know, when when they say, oh, they've had to tell him to calm down a bit in training. He, he wants to tackle properly. He trains from minute one to to the end he's one of them wants to work hard that's what you need and you, he's not he's not very old you know you and that's the bit you you start to look and you go that must rub off on other players that's that's my my view somebody sits there and goes well look at him and it must make a difference he's an well, example sir isn't he? he he'll set an example for, for, for all the youngsters who are, who are coming in, you know, on that training pitch, you've got the feeling him and, I don't know, Rob Holding perhaps, and maybe one or two others are the ones you'll be looking at who, who will show you that you give 100% on, on, on the training pitch, not just on the, uh, not just for 90 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think what else I really like about him as well is that he looks like he's always enjoying his football. He looks like he's always up for a bit of a laugh and a smile, but... When things get serious and we're a bit of a right, he's serious face on absolutely everything into his football, which, as we've all said, is just something that we as fans absolutely love to see. Um, Carl, coming to you, I already t- touched on them, but what about the centre backs, Rob Holding, Pablo Murray, and also Bern Leno, who I think, although didn't have much to do on against West Brom, made some good saves against Brighton at 0 0, and I think he's becoming. We almost taken him for granted that he's yeah. a very solid goalkeeper. Yeah, I always, I always was a good goalkeeper. You know, there's obviously this thing with uh, Martinez and all that, but um, yeah, he's always been a great goalkeeper. He's a very good goalkeeper, and 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 he started to dominate his area. I don't know where that's come from, but he looks like he's he's coming out for crosses and catching the ball and dominating his area, which is very nice. I think a lot of that has to be the two in front of him. Um, holding, and I know we've said this before, he's steady, he's reliable. Is he a starter in your 11? You know, I'm not sure, but hey, you know, he's, he's, he's our best defender, you know, as a defender, our best yep. central defender, excuse the uh, right and left backs. <clears throat> but he, he's a very good out and out defender. Not great with the ball necessarily, he, he needs to pass it off as quick as he can, and um, everyone's happy then. And Mari. Well, I mean, you know, the jury's still out. He's had three games. But, um, yeah, I think he's done very well. It's a good start. Well done, you know. It's, 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 he made a mistake on the, uh, on the, for the Chelsea pen, didn't he, if I remember yeah. right? Um, yeah. But, you know, he, he, he only had to blow on Mason Mount. He's going to fall over, isn't he? <laughs> so, my opinion is, if you're going to take a match, you'd have done a bit more. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, he's he's done really well, and it's nice to see they've both had horrible injuries. Um, obviously, holding's even worse than um, than, than Mari's, and uh, good luck to them. I'm I'm really you know, pleased about everyone in that team, but really pleased for them. But just going back to one of Madeline's ones, um, 
Emil Smith Rowe. I think last time I was on the show, I, I mentioned I'd like to see him given the opportunity because I think he's really good. But, you know, who knows until he's given the opportunity. The guy, uh, Danny Cowley, he, he was quoted again the other day and I'd forgotten about it. He, he said about him, this kid could find space in a, in a phone box. And he's right. The guy is always available for a pass. And as soon as he gets it, he releases it unless he's got 10 yards of space around him, which he knows he's got 10 yards of space around him, in which case he uses it. It's, it's, it's wonderful. And it's wonderful that a kid has basically resurrected <laughs> Lacazette. Because Lacazette yeah. knows he's going to get the ball and he's going to get it in a better place than a, than a lump forward from 40 yards. He's getting a 10-yard pass and the kid's going to move. And Saka's there as well. He's going to move. Martinelli's going to move. Or, or Bamiyang is going to move. He's got all these options all of a sudden, which he wasn't getting before because he was getting a 40-yard ball, which he had to try and control first of all before he passed it off. And that's not the easiest thing. I don't think that's his game anyway. Um, but it's easier controlling it than 10 yards. Brilliant. Yeah, Smith-Rowe's been standout for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you did, you're right. You mentioned it when you last done. And I would have let you speak about him, but I don't think Madeline, unfortunately, lives in the same house as me. So I, I think I <laughs> have to give that one. Fine. I think I have to give that one to her, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you bang on about Smith Rowe. And Lacazette, you mentioned there. I was just going to say, I think when, when the team news came out against Brighton, I I did say I'm not sure if this is going to work with a Bamiyang up top. Because we've said before that, A, we think Lacazette's better up top and a Bamiyang's better off out wide. But in that sort of how we're playing against Chelsea, where you've really got the wingers bombing on and get getting inside, you need someone to almost sacrifice themselves at times and let let the wingers have most of the goal scoring chances. And Lacazette has not only done that brilliantly; he's also got involved as well. When his confidence was low a few weeks ago, but he's got a couple of goals and. I mean, let's be fair. The one against West Brom, they weren't they weren't the best of goals. He probably were harder to miss than score, but stuck him away. And he looks a bit like the Lacazette we had a couple of years ago that won our Player of the Year. So the pass for Smith Rowe is the one. The pass for Smith Rowe, Smith Rowe to Saka. That yeah, yeah. is that is and, what I, it was lovely. I mean, the goal against Brighton's brilliant and all that, but uh, that was just wonderful. That was a wonderful and, goal. And again, it's Lacazette as well. It's Smith Rowe into Saka into Lacazette, who drops back, plays it through, and in kind of taking himself out of the attack, creates the space for the other two, and we get a goal from it. So, Perez Bergkamp, Henri, if I remember <laughs> right, well, it was it was it was very yeah. similar at that sort of time. It was it was lovely. Yeah, so much more promising signs in those last couple of weeks. Um, we've got got a bit of a week uh, break now after the busy Christmas schedule. We've got FA Cup third round action, obviously a competition that we do very well in historically and did last year, managing to win it. We've got um, Newcastle. Uh, it's at home, I believe. Not that it makes much difference. I've, I think it's at home and um, live, live on the BBC because we're that massive of a club. Um, so in terms of team selection, Madeline, would you would you kind of be sticking with the lads that have been get, been involved in this great run and keep it going, or would you rotate the team a bit more, give them break, and put the likes of you hate to say it, Willie Ann back in the team? Um, I would give. I'd try. I don't know if I'd necessarily put Willian in the team, but I'd take Saka out of it, maybe put Pepe in. Yeah. Because um, I'd like to do anything that means I don't have to watch Willian stink up the touchline, to be honest. Um, is Ozil available for the FA Cup? Because he does always have a good game against Newcastle. I think he is, yeah. So I, if, you, if you wanted to. But I'd switch your centre-backs, give them a break. Uh, give Tierney a break. Put Ainsley as the left left back. Cedric as the right back. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing some of the youngsters out there. I don't know if Reese is fit. Probably not. Let's be honest. Um, you could put Willock out 
out there if if he's not already gone. Uh, Eddie, so I think you can you can you can mix it up. I'd leave Leno in goal personally. Yeah. Nothing against Renarsson, but Carl's <laughs> <laughs> got his head in his hands. Yeah, you shame you <laughs> won't be able to see that on the listening, but yeah. I, I'd, I'd leave I'd leave Leno in goal for obvious reasons. We'll put it down as um, despite despite the recent good form, you can always have something that just depresses <laughs> you as an Arsenal fan. And being reminded of that a couple of weeks ago, that's that's oh. it at the minute. Yeah, that, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, we, I know we're still talking the league about in terms of getting into Europe, and but we're still not going to win the league, are we? So you, you may as well give the FA Cup a decent run, and you can put a competitive side up against Newcastle, who, for some reason, they seem to be a team that don't take the FA Cup that seriously despite the fact that they're not really going to have anything to play for in the league come sort of February time so it seems strange that teams like that I'm, don't give I, it a go I think he'll give it a go because he took so much stick after they got knocked out I'll try, try and remember who knocked him out of the League Cup was it Brentford? Brentford yeah. Brentford yeah he took a lot of stick over that and I'm not. But they had a strong side out. I was about to say I don't think it was a entirely justifiable Stevie but a decent side out. I think it was just Brentford works harder. Justice Silver looks a good player. We should find oh, yeah. someone like him. <laughs> <laughs> if he in the, he's another one in the list of another players. one on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Can never have too many. He's still a he's still a Hairland graduate at the end of the day. So exactly got that's what's important. I, 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 I'm, I mean, the, the goalkeeper bit is a, is quite a worry because I think they need to think about that in January. I don't understand why we've got the under-12 goalkeeper in as our backup. <laughs> there, there must be six or seven other age groups in front of him. It's ridiculous. He's, he's, he's five foot four and he, he looks about six stone ringing wet. I you know, I, I would say no offence, but I think I've just offended him. Um, but if he's good enough, he needs to go out on loan. And he, and and to be honest, I've seen Macy play, and, and Macy is not worse than that. And at least he's big and dominating. Yeah, I think Renato. I think me and Dad said he reminds me of when Joe Root got in the England team. He looks so young. <laughs> but at least at least Joe Root was quite good. Unfortunately, do you, do you think the kid in goal for Leeds is his older brother? <laughs> He looks about 15 as well, doesn't he? But yeah, I mean, we've we've mentioned January there. We've had a couple of bits of early business. We've had class match leave. He's gone to Schalke. Unfortunately, we're paying a lot of his wages, but anything We're paying half his nothing. wages, but it's less, still, than still we, less than we were. Um, hopefully, he'll be gone in the summer. I think if Schalke stay up, which isn't... I mean, isn't looking great at the minute, but if that yeah. does happen, he's going on a permanent. Um, we look to be sending Saliba out. Uh, we can stop talking about that whole saga for a few months, it seems, because he looks like he's on his way to Nice in France. Mm-hmm. And we've, we're also saying we're looking to get rid of Socrates, Ozil and Mustafi um, this this January, whether that's in loan or permanent moves. Dad, let's be honest, uh, any, are any of them going to be a big loss to us? Well, the, the, bit, the bit with Ozil is you're paying him 350 grand a week to turn up to go training. He's, he's not in any squad. You, you, what can you lose? You either, you either put him in a squad and, and play him. You, you've got nine players on the bench now for the rest of the league. So, is that for the rest of the season, I think? Yeah. So... If you can't get rid of him, you probably need to put him in a squad. And, you know, and it, I, I'm for giving Smith Rowe a run and give him a good chance at it. Give the kid a bit of confidence. Give the kid a run. Let him show what he can do. You know, in three games, he's looked reasonably good. It's hard to expect him to do it. No, you know what I mean, Cole. He's, <laughs> I he's, think reasonably is, is harsh. <laughs> It's hard. <laughs> oh, it is, isn't it? Reasonably, he's, I mean, he's, 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 
He he's looks, 20 years old. He, yeah. He's he's done. He, he's, he's he's doing above his pay grade at the moment. Yeah. And hope he, he carries on. But you carry on like that. What I'm trying to say, Carl, is you can't expect him to play every game. Europa League. FA Cup. He and hasn't Liga. got a great injury record either. Correct. Absolutely. So you've got to look after him a little bit. I'd, bu- I'd, I'd bubble wrap him. I wouldn't play him in the FA Cup. Oh, no. 100%. So, so if you can't get rid of Ozil, you, you, you probably either got to play him. The other one you haven't mentioned, that if he's fit, is Party. You've got to play him. What, against Newcastle? Yeah. yeah, I agree with Just that. Just for match fitness. Give him yeah. 60 minutes yeah. or so. But he's supposed to be available. That, that, that yeah, he's uh, the, the rumor. So I've stuck down all these players who, who, who we should keep, who we should send out on loan, and who we should sell. Go and on, I, I haven't got Ozil on the list. I've forgotten about <laughs> it. And and that probably shows how much I think about him, to be honest, because I, I, you know, he, he's his own. He's got his own agenda. Uh, he's he's doing what he's doing, and and fine, you know, he's got every right to. Um, but. I don't think he'll go because I don't think he wants to go. Uh, I think he'd just rather just stay here, come into training and, and do his bit and go home. That's all he wants to do now, I think, it seems to me. He's had his opportunity to go before, so, you know, why, why, why would he go now? But on the loan side, I, I look at the youngsters. Um, I think of, of uh, Willock and Nelson in particular. Um, and I must admit, I always thought... Um, um, I think Nelson will make a good player, but he needs to go away and, and prove it. And uh, and preferably, ideally, both of them at the Premiership level, but high Championship minimum. Yeah. Um, but I think it'd be good for both of them. Uh, Willock, I still, as you, as I said before, I don't think he's a number ten. I don't think he'll no. never be. He'll never be a number ten. He's a number eight. He's a he's a he's a he's an up and down player. Um, he he may not be good enough. Um, for Arsenal, but it'll be good enough for someone at a high level, a good level. And um, I was wishing well at that point. But give him a chance to get away and prove himself. Outside of them, I'd like to see Van Arsenal go out on loan just to sort of get some games because and, and and prove himself to me. Because at the moment, as a as a fan, I'm looking and thinking, oh my god, if Leno gets injured, we're going to have nightmares. Um, and uh, the other guy I want to see go out on loan is is, is Chambers. Yeah. Because he, he does need he, 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 he needs some games. Perhaps Fulham again it would be a good fit. Um, I, I, I don't know that for sure. I've not looked at their their, their setup and how many how many centre halves they got. Um, but yeah, that might be a good fit for him. And the other one, and it depends on what happens with Balogun. If Balogun signs a new contract, we might be out sending Ketter out on loan yeah. to a, to, a, to a Premiership team. Just to get him some more games because yeah. he's, he's not going to get enough games at Arsenal. And with Balogun, he's a good. They, we've got three centre forwards then. Yeah, yeah. I think they're all they're all realistic. I think, especially with Willock and Nelson. There's rumours uh, Buendia from Norwich, someone we're being linked with quite heavily. And I think Dave asked for forty million. I think that's he's a, he's a good player. He's not worth that. But I think if you can say to him. Yeah, we'll give you 15 million or whatever, and we'll give you, uh, preferably Willock on loan till the end of the season. I think we'd be happy with that. I wouldn't really want to send them away on a permanent move, but I think a loan maybe. Even if you do a loan, sorry to interrupt, but even if you do a loan with an option to buy, if he has a good season, they get promoted, and then you decide that. He's not needed in your long-term plans, but Norwich maybe see him in their long-term plans. It adds value to him anyway. So yeah. at least do it that way rather than just giving him to them straight away. Yeah, I think I either Willock and Nketi are in that. I don't think complain about that. I think Nelson's slightly different because I think everyone knows he is someone that really can be special. But it's made of But glass. just cannot get cannot get a run of games going at the minute unfortunately I think Chambers is a decent shout could see him or against Newcastle on um, I think he's uh, fit enough I yeah. would have thought so he played the Europa League couple of Europa League games that was a few weeks ago now so he look forward to 90 minutes up against Andy Carroll yeah I think you'll play I think you'll play Louise and Gabriel 
Can Gabriel oh. play? He's Gabriel, yeah. He's done his suspension. Yeah, he would have. He? He no, but is he isolating oh, still? Oh, yeah, but that's... Well, I, I think, think that's 10 days, isn't it? Cool. So it's way over 10 now. Yeah. Having just been through that period myself of isolating. Uh, yeah, I've done my 10 days, so he must have done his as well. <laughs> the, other, the other one, and whether you can sell him, is Mustafi. If someone wants to come in and take him on loan, you know, just to get him off the bill as much as we get. I, I, I don't mind Mustafi. Since um, since Arteta's been there, he's been okay generally. But Mustafi's always going to have a Mustafi mistake in him. And so, yeah, yeah if, we can, if we can get him and Socrates off the wage bill, and I, I, oh, yeah. I, again, Socrates, I, I really like his attitude. I always thought his attitude was first class at Arsenal, but I'm not there behind the scenes, am I? So uh, there might be something else there. I but, think um, he just wants to play, Carl. Yeah, if I'm well, honest. Well, let's see. Let's hope, hopefully they both um, find a club and and um, and get six months out on loan somewhere else. And we've still got. I worked out 21 players, but that includes one goalkeeper. <laughs> I was only including one, so I've got two players in every position, pretty much the way I worked it out. Apart from goalkeeper, if you exclude Macy, who I think is probably the better of our backup goalkeeper. There's a young goalkeeper there that, that was highly right. Um, we, we don't know how to spell it. Say that's the one. It's quite a complicated lad. name. The Nigerian yeah. lad. We'll yeah. Um, I mean, he's got the three nations fighting over yeah. him, so you can't. he's got to have something about him. Yeah, highly regarded. So, um, But he's very young and keepers um, notoriously um, mature a bit later than the outfield players. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what goes with him. But uh, yeah, so he could act as a third choice if Macy's second choice while Renarsson goes out and proves he ain't got ten fingers. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, uh, having watched him, he, he, well, I was about to say he looked quite confident with his feet. But then, then I, I'll think about that again after the Man City. Yeah, yeah. well, I think he did as well. But I think the the shocker he had with the first goal, and then he spread yeah. the really bad shock he had the second. I think that just completely destroyed all his confidence. Yeah. So, Joe Hart. Yeah, I like you know Joe. I've got nothing against Joe Hart. Nice person, uh, I'm sure, and everything else. He ain't very good with his feet. But at least he's good with his hands. He's a goalkeeper. Yeah, this yeah. is my main priority for my goalkeeper good with your hands I can deal with you not being good with your feet but <laughs> it just might hold you back a little bit from the premiership these days yeah you've got to be good with your hands first but of all Pep had that almost cost Pep his job didn't it when they had got rid of Joe Hart and got him bravo he was absolutely brilliant with his feet but not very good with not his very hands. good with his hands yeah 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 it's it's it's, 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 it's I've never been so uh, lacked so much confidence since George Wood, I think, going back a long way there. Um, I'm trying to think of someone recently who I've had that lack of confidence. Minoni is one that stands out. And, and to be fair, actually, Martinez, I was not a fan of when he was oh, letting no. goals in against Reading in that 7 5 match, and he had a bit of a mare that day. Um, but, you know, so the worm can turn. And then worm turn for Martin is by going out on loan. So but I think, yeah, I think that's exactly what you said about getting the experience and maturing as a goalkeeper. I think that's exactly what Martinez did. And he's not only did well for us, he's been really good for Villa as well. So it's been amazing for him. Fair play to him. Fair play. I'm yeah, really absolutely. So I run Arsenal and go away and turn around. Go away. Go away on loan and come back in a few <laughs> years' time and... Uh, and stick the middle finger up at me, proverbial middle <laughs> finger up at me, basically, and, uh, and 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 be the first five foot six goalkeeper to play regularly for Arsenal. <laughs> you know? But I, I just don't see it. But he, he deserves it, a chance, but no, not not at Arsenal, not yet. Certainly not yet. No. Pleased to see Salah going out on loan now. I think. Um, and, and not not with a view to sell either. Yeah, it's, that was yeah, the key thing I, I think, for me. I think that yeah, as I said earlier, that we can put that saga on hold for a few months because it has it has been very strange and it's very strange. I'm glad he can now go out get some game time and it, hope that he comes back. Because he can pitch on you, Twitter with the Genduzi, yeah. can't he? 
Well, you've got, if you look at, so we're saying Socrates is going to go. So pretend that's a centre half. Mm-hmm. Mustafi will go because he's out of contract at the end of the season. Both of them are. Louise is out of contract at the end of the season, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. So you've then got Callum, you've got Rob. Yeah. Saliba to come back, you've yeah. got Mari and Gabriel. So you've got, I'm going to say, five centre-halves, which I think should be enough. You'd hope it's enough, really, wouldn't you? You'd so have... looking at Liverpool, we've got two centre-mids playing tonight. Yeah, but I, I think, you, you you know, five centre-halves should be enough. Absolutely, five. Five is more than that. Haven't we got four out on loan at various clubs? Four, four, four centre halves all over. Clark's playing at right back for Oldham yeah. in the League Two, and I know it's League Two, but these guys are. It's a new experience for them to be playing at that sort he of level. He gets very good reviews, by the way, at the moment. Every single one of ours is getting good reviews, aren't they? Um, McGuinness seems to be doing all right at Ipswich, and um, and Ballard at, at uh, Blackpool as well is 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 doing really well. So we've got a few around and about. You said a minute ago, Carl, Gwendouzi's another one doing really well in Germany. And yeah, I think, I Gwendouzi's think, talent was never doubted, though. It was his attitude. I, I think if Gwendouzi comes back and says, and well, and shows that his attitude's improved, I'm more than happy to oh, see him have another go at it. More I than happy. The way I look at it is his price goes up. I don't, I don't think there's any way back for him, but we'll, you know. We'll yeah. see. We'll yeah. see. Um, see, I'm with you, Carl. I don't. He's on strike free. I, I don't. I don't see him coming back with Arteta as the manager. Mm. But he scored a couple of absolute stonkers for Berlin. Perfect. He's getting really. He's getting really good reviews. Do yeah. you know what? Hertha didn't didn't put an option in to buy, did they? It's never too late. So you no, know, no, Carl. But... I'm, I'm just not expecting it. No. And then, you know, so you hopefully you get some money for him, a decent amount. Torreira, he's having a few issues, isn't he, at Atletico? It looks like he's going off to Fiorentina back in the where he did so well. Very nice to Florence, I'm sure it's lovely. Mm. He he always wanted to go back to Italy, so. He did. And he's struggling for game time, isn't he? Well, that's why we... That's why you want to terminate the loan at Atletico. I think the only game time he was getting was at left back because the left back's injured. So get some game time at right back. (laughs) Yeah, I mean it could be. Well, I'm not going to say busy, but a slightly busier January transfer window than we're normally used to. So you have to keep an eye on things in the next. Yeah, for me, it's don't do the panic boy. Do the, oh, there'll do be a the, panic buying there somewhere, don't you worry? There will the be. Right a... there's, there's not a need. It's terrible, isn't it? Three weeks ago, I mean, different, but I'm not sure there's a need for a panic buy at the moment. I'm not sure. Oh. I'm not sure where the, where that where, where that position would be. The only position that was in doubt was number ten. Yeah, and we've got we've got a number ten now. My my backup for him is is Willian, and oh, Willian well, plays in the say, FA Cup for me. I Willian, about to say, Cole. You don't play Willian out wide, play him as a number 10 and see what you get out of it. I, th- I think Willian is a really good player. He's just playing awful since he joined us. He's been, <laughs> there was a couple of signs the other day that he looked at, looked like he was giving it a go, which is more yeah. than I could say for uh, four games ago where I thought he'd down tools and given up. But he looked like he gave it a go. And I'm, I'm just hoping... Um, I'm hoping that he 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 smells wakes up and smells of coffee and uh, and gets moving and he and the Smith Rowe make that position between them their own, but maybe I'm being wishful thinking there. <laughs> I think I think that's why I'd like to see Buendia be brought in because I think he's not an out and out number ten, but he could play that role if and he can well, play if, out wide if you need him to. If Smith Rowe gets injured, but more likely he could play. Next to party is well, kind of what Sabas is doing now, but I think he's sort of that what, kind of round in circles. I think he's more of that kind of Cazola sort of player. Yeah. Weren't he good against um, 
Um, in our last game, who was it against? West oh, yeah. Brom. West, West Brom. Yeah, so I'd say yeah. Tobias. Yeah, very good. Uh, just, just, I, 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 and I, and I've not been his. He's not my favourite or anything, but you know, credit where credit's due, he he put in a good shift in that one. And I know it's West Brom, but he'd done okay. And and my other pet hate, as you know, um, he done exceptionally well against Chelsea, Xhaka, uh, and and has yeah. since then yeah. been very steady. Um, I just I, I look at some of the players and just think you've got that missing link in the middle, and and they're all they're not having to play um, the thirty yard forty yard ball anymore, and yeah. and they're looking better for it. They're playing a fifteen yard ball forwards as well, uh, and and it just helps them. Yeah, uh, I think I think yeah. I think, again, Sabas is one we'd like to have seen play against Brighton instead of El Nene because it was mm-hmm. quite slow, but. Again, so Vice, when he came on, made a bit of a difference. And, yeah, very good against West Brom. Yeah, I think he's very limited, isn't he? Against that sort of team where someone where they're just going to drop off, I think Tobias is a solid player. But when when it's a team that's actually going to attack us, I think he can find himself doing neither defending or attacking. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just going back to another thing as well, Smith Rowe. Smith Rowe in the uh, Brighton, I think it was the Brighton match. Uh, you mentioned about his good defensive work. He made he made a big zero for where he just he kept it in play one time. He just yeah. kept yeah. it in play. Thank you. Just thought, Best believe I still doing? defended him then yeah. as well. I'm I'm sincerely hoping that 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 someone Tierney or or, or Holding or someone well, I, I can imagine tore him wasn't one. happy with that. Yeah. It was probably lucky it wasn't on Tierney's side and you it was can, on Bellerin's instead. Yeah, that's right. He was taken off about a minute later. He <laughs> was laughing about it, though. Exeter would have gone full Cockney on him, wouldn't he? <laughs> In his Cockney accent. It's just brilliant accent, that is. But uh, he'd gone full Cockney on it and let him know. And, uh, and, In and fairness, like, even Bellerin's had a couple of better games. Yeah, yeah, yeah Exeter's been great. Sorry, Medley. I said he's learned to cross the ball, which as a modern day fullback is always exciting. Well, he's got someone to cross to as well. Yeah. Does help. Linked um, well with Saka as well. It, that's it. There's, there's, there's all this movement. I mean, you can say where was it before, but there's all this movement now. Why, 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 why is this happening now? And what's happening? Is it because everyone else is tired over Christmas and we're not? There's possibly an argument to that. You know, Brighton made six changes. West Brom has three matches, same as us, I know, but, you know, there's a, there's a limit. You know, That wasn't the, true against Chelsea, though, was it, Carl? It wasn't true against Chelsea, but Chelsea are getting battered by everyone now. But we seem to start that trend off. That's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, damn shame. Very disappointing. <laughs> Do you know, the, the, the one um, I didn't want him brought on the other day because we were 4 nil up, because I think rest him, it's <clears throat> Martinelli. Because he will, he'll run and run yeah. and run, and he's got a sense of urgency. He's got a bit of. He's frightening. He's he's got a bit of a. I'm not gonna say a nasty streak in him, Carl. That's not what I mean. Aggressiveness. He's, yeah. he's got something he's about him. He, he wants to win. You've got on the left hand side. You've got Tierney. And Martinelli, they're both yeah. aggressive, <clears throat> not nasty, aggressive um, styles of play. They they just want to attack you all the time at every opportunity. It must be a bloody nightmare playing against them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, and I'll talk about, you know, potentially Tierney ending up as the captain. All of that rubs off on everyone else, Carl. Because mm. all of a sudden, instead of you, you know, somebody's standing there going, oh, I, I ain't going to run for a lost cause because he don't run and he don't run. You get this bit of a mentality of they're pushing, they're, they're in their faces. I want a piece of that. Mm. And you get that, I'm going to say knock-on effect. That's probably not the right term, but, you know, yeah. attitude rubs off, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Their attitude—I mean, Martinelli's attitude—is is, is 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 great to see. He he, he just—it's like giving a three-year-old a football. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. It's just what well, gives it. I want to run, go. Where's the where's the goal? Where's the goal? Over there, right? Bang! I'm going to shoot. Yeah. 
Yeah. It is that though, isn't it, Carl? Yeah. It I'm is gonna... that. Cool. Yeah. That's right. No, no, it is. It's that enthusiasm. It is, it is enthusiasm. Great. That was the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 gonna go up and I'm gonna try my shirt on, my Arsenal shirt on after the after the uh, after this, because uh there's more chance of, of, of me playing against Newcastle than there is a Mesut Ozil ever to put in on the shirt again, Madeline, I'm afraid. And, uh, you can't deny he always plays well against Newcastle. I, I, I can't deny it. And, and I loved watching some of his games, but unfortunately it was some of his games. And, and, and he's a good winner. Yeah, he is. But he's the first one whose shoulders go. And you know, at the moment, you've got loads of kids playing. You don't want players like that. I mean, Jack is a little bit like that. And uh, you know, I was saying the last time I was saying I, I don't want him in an Arsenal shirt again. Well, he's like a cat, and he's got nine lives. And I think he's only used up eight of them so far. Um, and he's if he carries on like that, he'll, I'll, I'll be happy. I'm, I'm sure everyone will be happy. But it's it's going to be a short life for him. I think at the end of the season, you know, they'll have to move him on. As they will with Valnelli, and then they're going to have to look in that central midfield area and see, start from scratch on that one. I think and uh, get four Did players. Take the bias. No. No, I think the only one out of them at the moment will stay is Party. Yeah. What What do we think about an Ainsley and Party midfield too? I'd love to see Ainsley Maitland-Niles play in the centre of mid against someone who's half decent, not just against Dundalk, because he runs around a lot, as he says. I think he said, was it? I run around a lot and give it a bit of energy. Um, and everyone likes a Hailender. Oh, they do. And uh, I, hence why Hector gets so many chances, because he's a Hailender. You're not, you're not getting a call up on Saturday, Carl, because I've been, I've been looking <laughs> out for that for weeks now, so I hope you're not going to steal in in front of me. I, I like that. Um, that was that Stoke fan on the, um, uh, what was it called? Marvellous. Did you ever see that? Uh, I'm like that bloke on that. Marvellous. He gets called up by Lou McCarvey at Plaza in a testimonial match. <laughs> Got to see that. It's great, great show. Great, um, great play. I think, I think that's where we're ending. I think, yeah, covered, covered everything there. It's, it's much nicer doing it when, we, when we've been winning games, isn't it? It's just just a bit weird at the moment. We have <laughs> for a long time that we've we've that anyone's been this positive. Yeah, my kid, my my my, my lot were buzzing after yeah. watching them the other yeah. day. And, and uh, hold on, hold on, I've got to turn off BT now. Match of the days on. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. Exactly <laughs> You know, it's a good weekend when you can stick match of the day on. And Ian Wright's on there, telling you he, went, he, he knows Ian, Emil Smith-Rowe's dad as well. Yeah. He knows everyone, but he, it's great. Oh, dear. Croydon De Bruyne, that's got, they call him Croydon, don't they? Yeah, that's, 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 that's great. That's a great nickname for him. But uh, And he is a similar sort of player. I mean, if he gets if he gets half as good as Kevin De Bruyne, oh, oh, then we're happy, we'll isn't we? It. Yeah, we'll take it. But yeah, f- thank you all very much for joining me. Thank you for coming on once again, Carl. You're welcome. Love it. Yep, definitely sure I'll have you on again. Whether whether we'll be winning or losing by then is a different matter. <laughs> Cheers, Dad and Madeline, as always. You're very See welcome. You and thank you very much for listening. Be there. Be back next week. Goodbye. Cheers. Cheers. Bye.